I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Tanvir Kathawala on the line. He's the COO over at Analytical Space. Uh, Tanvir, welcome to the show. Thrilled to be with you, Adam, in the Money Matters crowd. All right, thank you. And uh, so I want to get more into what you're doing as COO over at Analytical Space. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. Uh, so how'd you get started in business? Yeah, you know, just like many folks, it, it hasn't been a, a no clear path. You know, I had a pretty transient childhood growing up. I Before I went to college, I'd lived in five different states. I finished high school abroad in France and I went to six different schools. You know, as anyone can attest, being a new kid, um, you often have to change the, the status quo to kind of find your place. And that for me, that's what entrepreneurship really is. It's someone who's aiming to change, to change the status quo. Um, so while in well, when I went to college, I kind of, that, that, um, that passion kind of manifests in two areas, in business and, and in politics and public service. And I, throughout my career, I've been kind of negotiating those two passions. I um, tried to work on a political campaign after college that didn't quite pan out, and then found, my, found myself working in management consulting, doing stuff for the government and, and working on the kind of healthcare side, and then found myself working in economic development for the state of Florida, trying to get more private, cap, uh, private capital to create more jobs in that area, and then found myself back on the entrepreneur, then myself more on the entrepreneurship try, side, trying to start a drone company that literally didn't take off, uh, and then ended up in, in venture capital where we try to make investments uh, to, to promising companies. And then, you know, from then I really discovered this passion for, uh, you know, space and the ability to try to create a, a whole new category of an, like a, a whole category of a company. And so I ended up joining Analytical Space um, a little over three years ago as their kind of CFO, COO. Wow. So um, I, I love your story, and I'll tell you why. Because it, it illustrates um, when you're – all of these different experiences that we get as entrepreneurs, as people in business, you know, um, working for multiple companies, gaining different skill sets. It's like getting other little pieces to that larger puzzle. Um, if you were to go back and if you were to give, you know, that Tanvir that was just getting started a little bit of advice um, of, of what to do next after college, what kind of things would you tell him? Yeah, that's a great question, Adam. You know, I would say, you know, what, the first thing I would say is don't be fixed by your a career identity. You know, often at times in college and as we're young, we are kind of fixated that, you know, well, you know, I come from a family of lawyers or I come from a family of doctors or, you know, it's really important to be an engineer. And oftentimes that, that's just the kind of wrong conclusion to draw for it. You know, I'm a political science major working at a company that's doing, you know, space telecommunications. And my degree or, or my identity has a very, what I've, is completely transformed in a short amount of time. And so that, that you know, let your curiosity and your insatiable, and your insatiable passion for something be more of your guide rather than, you know, certain types of identities that we tend to get fixated on um, externally and internally. 
Man, I love that. And and now that you say that, I'm like, man, my my uh, my degree was in international relations, and I'm over here thinking, gosh, you took it to a whole other area. Like, I'm well, I'm taking it to space. I'm tired of what's going on over here. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Talk about uh, uh, uh creating another category, um, which I think that's a, I think that's a great transition. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing uh, over at Analytical Spaces, COO. So what kind of um, uh, clients are you helping and what, what kind of things are you looking to solve? Yeah, so, you know, the, the best way to explain Analytical Space is you almost have to be a little bit of a time traveler. Imagine if the you were back in the 1950s, but you still had your iPhone or your, your smartphone today, and you you wanted to get an Uber, but you couldn't get an Uber because there there were no cell phone towers built. Well, that's basically how the satellite industry today works. If you're, we have all these advanced satellites that orbit the Earth just by 500 kilometers above our heads that take pictures of the Earth that help us um, help the military plan operations, help ships navigate um, certain waters. Um, but we're using very, very little of that capacity because the Earth is 30% um, of 30% uh, land, 7% water, and satellites can only and their signals and information when they're over land. And so in analytical space, we kind of came on this problem is how do we make uh, satellites as um, um, powerful and ubiquitous as cell phones today? And we came up with this idea of building these shoebox sized data relay kind of mini cell towers. And with the eventual plan to put them all over, um, all over low earth orbit to kind of create like a mesh cell tower net network that allows satellites that take pictures of the earth and generating data on Earth to have you know access to their access to the data 100% of the time that can revolutionize the way we um, when we travel on airplanes by saving um, airplanes 30% of their annual fuel cost and making that ticket to go visit on vacation or your parents a lot a little cheaper or you know ships going from the Arctic can go through the Arctic Circle instead of having to go around the Horn of Africa but not having to end up like the Titanic because they can see the icebergs. And so that's just the kind of the, the, the small end of it, you know, really is as you can increase the bandwidth, you really can change the way um, how businesses work, but also how, how it affects our daily lives. What kind of trends are you noticing in this, uh, in this whole space sector? And the, the reason I ask you this question I'm interested in is because I've had some limited contact with, I, I don't know if I'd call them the space network, but there's a lot of people interested in space, especially in California and just in certain pockets. Um, what kind of trends are you noticing? It's just an exciting time, in my opinion. Yeah, just just similar, like, you know, how the technology industry has kind of shifted and you kind of have this rapid evolution cycles and things are becoming a lot, the barriers to entry to, to are, are a lot lower. It's happening in space. Um, thanks to our cell phones, the components to make a satellite go from costing uh, 10 or 20 years ago $100 million to less than, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars. And thanks to, you know, SpaceX and this revolution of uh, making space more accessible on launch, you can kind of you can launch a satellite for a little under, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. And so that that has just unleashed a wave of innovation of people putting these type of sensors and new types of uh, propulsion and all these new types of um, things that are making space a, a, a very viable and growing uh, place to do business. And it's not just wow. and that's not just reserved for the billionaires. 
you just blew my mind. I had no idea you could launch a satellite for that amount of money. Just even thinking about that right now for a couple hundred thousand dollars. So less, for less than a house, you can have a satellite in, uh, well, depending on what area you live in, right? Um, you can have a, you can have a satellite like, or a company can have a satellite in, um, in the air. Um, you know, wow, that just blew my mind, honestly. Um, what do you think's next? So what do you think's next, um, literally on the horizon for in space that's interesting to you? You know, I think we're we're on this really exciting time where, you know, we have a lot of now 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 SpaceX led the way, and you have Blue Origin, but you have a lot of these new companies that are coming online to get things to space um, cheaper and faster. And I think mm -hmm. as uh, as getting to space becomes not you know it, like just getting a ticket to Cleveland, I think you're yeah. only going to see more satellites, and hopefully people are going to going to be be able to see space as tourists. And it it it'd be it'll be space will be thought of just as another air, part of our economy that will be growing and man that's so exciting I want to do the first podcast in space come on all right Tanvir make that happen please um, but uh, <laughs> um, on a serious note so if somebody wants a little bit more uh, information about analytical space uh, what's the best way for them to reach out yeah so we analyticalspace.com has uh, has our latest stuff on it but. Um, our, I post a lot of updates uh, about us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, so my LinkedIn is just Tanvir Kathawala, and, and Twitter is just T Kathawala. Um, and, and please, um, I, I'm pretty receptive on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you have any questions or interested in just the industry in general, I'm, I'm more than happy to set um, the time to chat or, or engage with I can because I think the the space with this frontier economy is. is it's growing. It's not as it's not sci-fi. There's there's real business opportunities and real ways for people with passion to to get involved, and we need all the talent we can get. That's awesome. Um, appreciate that. And uh, thank you again, Tenvir, for coming on the show. And to the to the audience, as always, I really appreciate you tuning in. If you got value out of this, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Do all those great things that we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Tenvir, thanks again for coming on. Thank you.